0: Black preachers who are, are racist in their hearts, uh, they, are, they are not called by God, but they are called by their mama. The Jesse Lee Peterson Show is the only program in existence which deals straight up with black Americans. So-called civil rights leaders want them angry, dumbed down, and demoralized. It's not the leaders that blacks need, but good fathers and mothers. Welcome to the show. My name is Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for tuning in. I wanted to invite you to write or call in if you have any questions or comment about this show or any of the Jesse Peterson shows. We love hearing from you. If you have guests that you'd like to see on this show, send us their name and phone numbers and we will get in contact with them. Um, I am founder and president of a national nonprofit organization called Bond the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. And our purpose is to rebuild the family by rebuilding the man. We've been around now for about 13 years. February will be 14 years of this year, 2004, I believe. This is 2004, yeah, 2004. (laughs) And uh, we are rebuilding the man because uh, I realize that in the black community and not only the black community, we work with all people but in the black community, most black Americans are suffering, not due to racism, but the lack of moral character. Most blacks today are immoral, and they've been made to be that way by people like Jesse Jackson, the NAACP, the uh, Congressional Black Carcass, two of the most racist organizations, were well, three with Louis Farrakhan. Uh, Louis Farrakhan, the Congressional Black Carcass, and the NAACP are three of the most racist organizations in America today. And uh, they have managed to brainwash, dumb down, and demoralize most black people over the last 40 years, generation after generation after generations. And I come to realize that if we don't start dealing with these issues, things will only get worse rather than getting better. Um, uh, White Americans have done all that they can do for black folks. Everything that black Americans have asked for, they have received. An example. They asked, to, they asked for welfare, governmental program, some 40 years ago. The government said, okay. Headed up by the Democratic Party and the civil rights leaders. They said, okay, we're gonna give you welfare, but you can't have a father in the home. So black people said okay to that. They took the man out of the home. The government became the daddy of the family. Uh, and as you know, the government is anti-God, anti-family, and anti-country. And um, now you have a, a group of people who are immoral because their the head, which is the government, is immoral. Then uh, the so-called civil rights leader decided that they were going to become the head of the people. And for the most part, the civil rights leaders uh, are immoral, uh, anti-America, anti-God, anti-anything that's good. And so for the first time in American history, black Americans decided to follow what they call leaders of the people, rather than being leaders of their own lives, being guided by Christ. And by following these immoral civil rights leaders, they too uh, corrupt black people in order to gain power and wealth for the money. Um, 70% of black babies born out of wedlock. There's no outcry in the black community about that. Black women between the ages of 20 to 30, those who are having babies, eighty-five percent of them out of wedlock. No outcry about that. Since the early '70s, over 13 million, 13 million black babies has been born out of uh, has been aborted. Thirteen million black babies has been aborted inside the black woman's womb since the early '70s. There's no outcry about that. Every day, every day, over one thousand black babies are aborted inside the black womb uh, black woman's womb where's the outcry about these issues black on black crime is out of control and um, all of the inner cities at least most of them uh are ran by black folks the mayors are black governors are black well not governors necessarily but mayor city councils police chiefs, uh, everybody and their mama black and yet crime and every corrupt thing you can think of is out of control so if we don't start dealing with these issues they will only get worse and it's gonna affect all of us not just black Americans but whites and others as well um, we have a home for boys 13 to about 25 and we are in, uh, bringing these boys from juvenile detention centers. some of them are coming off the streets Others are being referred by their mothers because they can't handle their boys. The fathers are nowhere around. And so the first thing we do is to show these boys how to overcome anger. They must forgive in order for them to succeed in life in the right way. They have to forgive. The second thing is they have to work. We make sure that they find jobs. We find jobs for them. They pay rent. Our organization, nonprofit profit organization, does not receive money from the government. We've never received one penny, nor have we asked for a dime from the government. We are doing it the American way, hard work, uh, helping others, and people helping us to help others. Uh, the young men have to go to school. They finish high school. Some of them going to college. Some start their own businesses. You know, they have an interest in starting businesses. We show them how to get that going. We have had great success over the last... 13 to 14 years now. They're getting married. They're starting businesses. They're working. They're not blaming others. They're judging people based on character and not color. They're doing it the American way. We just had our um, fifth annual National Day of Repudiation of Jesse Jackson. Every year on Dr. Martin Luther King's junior birthday, we hold a big rally in front of Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Push Office, L.A. We bring in speakers, we have picket signs, and we are repudiating and rebuking and exposing Jesse Jackson for what he's all about. This man cheated on his wife, uh, had a baby in that relationship, took his girlfriend to the White House uh, uh, under the pretense of counseling Bill Clinton, who had cheated on his wife. And I personally believe that they gave each other the high five. And yet, Jesse Jackson can walk into the average black church and get a standing ovation rather than repudiate it or rebuke. Dr. King said that one day black Americans would be judged by contents of character and not color. Uh, and as I said earlier, 70% of babies born out of wedlock, 90% of black Americans support and vote for the Democratic Party. And, and out of that 90%, 85 say that they believe in God. Well, you can't believe in God. You cannot be born again and support the platform of the Democratic Party. The platform itself stands for abortions, homosexuality, same-sex marriage, uh, out-of-wedlock birth. Uh, they are anti-war, anti-American, anti-military, anti-anything that's good. They don't want God in the schools. They don't want him in the homes. They don't want him in a, a, a courthouse. And so how can you say you believe in God and support that? I believe Dr. King would have been against that. Uh, Dr. King said that one day black Americans would become one nation under God. We are more divided as a race due to Jesse Jackson's nightmare than any other time in history. We're more divided. So we are committed to uniting the races rather than dividing them. We are exposing him. And I have to tell you, uh, over the last five, six years or so, Justin Jackson is losing the control that he had over America. Even white Americans are starting to speak up and say no more. White Americans are saying that, you know, getting over their fear as a result of seeing black Americans stand up or some black people stand up. Uh, uh, I, I have a brand new book out called Scam, S-C-A-M, how the Black Leadership exploits Black America. This is what it looked like. And I encourage you to go out and get a copy of this book. Uh, it is in all of the bookstores. You can get it at uh, Amazon.com, uh, Barnes and Nobles, Borders. You can also get it at, um, uh, here at God's Learning Channel. You can pick up SCAM right here in the bookstore uh, with this network. And I encourage you to do so. And the book is for all people. I say in the first chapter that black people don't need leaders; they don't. They need fathers and mothers, uh, getting married and guiding their children in the right way to go. It is abnormal that you have adult men and women uh, who would almost commit murder for their leader. You know, instead of leading their own life, it wasn't that way before the civil rights movement started. Black folks were in charge of their own lives. We need to return to that. I there's a chapter on white fear, where I'm telling white folks that you have to get over the false guilt. You're not responsible for the destruction of black America. You have to get over fear. In love, uh, there is no fear. Perfect love casts out fear. You cannot believe in God and have fear. You cannot believe in God and not and refuse to tell black people the truth for fear of being called a racist. I have been called a nigger or a sellout, I've had guns drawn on me, my telephone's been tapped, uh, and since my new book, Scam, has been out, not a day gone has gone by that I've not received some type of threat. I either left on my answer service at work or, or somebody calling me and threatening me, but I don't care about that. I love what's right. I'm an American, and I must stand up for my country. This country was given to us by God. And we must show appreciation for that by standing up for it. Excuse me, I'm having a problem with my again. But anyway, um, I want to also talk about the Michael Jackson situation. Michael Michael Jackson has been accused of child molestation. Um, They said that he molested uh, young boys under the age of 14, I believe. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. I'm giving Michael the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I uh, assume that he's innocent until proven guilty. But Michael Jackson uh, is acting as though he is a guilty man. First, he brought in the uh, Nation of Islam, Louis Farrakhan's organization. He got involved with them. He joined that organization. And I can't help but wonder why would he want to join one of the most racist organizations in America today? Uh, Louis Farrakhan teaches that the world started some trillion years ago by black men who are gods or were gods, and that um, one black man, one black god, turned evil and created a white race. And that's how we ended up with the blue-eyed devil. And so why would Michael Jackson join an organization like that? Um, Michael Jackson's family and lawyers are going around the country by way of media and uh, radio and TV, and saying that this is a race issue. A white man is trying to bring the black man down again. Um, This is not a race issue. This is a moral and a legal issue. And it has nothing to do with racism at all. But because most black people have been told over the last 40 years, that any time a black man or woman succeed in life, especially a black man, the white man goes after him and try to bring him down and they're trying to use this in uh, in uh, this situation with Michael Jackson it is not a race issue people what they're really trying to do I believe is to taint the potential jury uh, especially those who are black that may be sitting on the trial they, they because most black people are racist toward white Americans they are, uh Michael Jackson and his lawyers and friends and families understand that if black people sit on this trial and they have been convinced that the white man is trying to bring the black man down, there's no way at all that Michael Jackson is going to jail. He will not go to jail. It would be payback for white Americans. The same thing that happened in the O.J. Simpson trial, they turned that into a race issue. And when I discovered that blacks were sitting on that trial, I knew right away that there's no way that O.J. Simpson would go to jail because in the minds of many black Americans, this was a payback for quote-unquote white people uh, uh, and slavery, what they've done to black women during uh, slavery time. I think that this is wrong. This is terrible. I think that black Americans will always suffer as long as there's chosen evil over good. You know, Woe to the man that called good evil and evil good. And by black people choosing evil over good, they would never get over their problem. And it take, it would take all of us, both black and white, to tell them the truth about the situation. I have a, uh, in my organization, we have a newsletter that we put out every uh, other month. And in a recent newsletter, my latest newsletter, I wrote an article about how angry, how an angry woman destroyed the dream of Dr. King. And this is what it looked like in case you go to our website. And uh, I write about how Coretta Scott King, the widow of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is, um, seemed to have missed the dream or not understood what Dr. King was all about. Even though she was married to him, live with him, uh, march and protest with him. I'm sure talk to him about these issues. And yet, uh, on the 40th anniversary of Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech in Washington, D.C., Coretta Scott King, along with her sons and daughters, invited the radical homosexual movement or leadership to be a part of this rally or celebration of Dr. King's dream. And Coretta Scott King even said that we cannot move forward unless the homosexuals move forward, unless we allow them to move forward. She said, and I quote, open the door of brotherhood and sisterhood and allow the homosexuals to come in. What type of message is that sending out to young black Americans who don't have fathers and mothers in the home to say Coretta Scott King is wrong? to say this is not the idea or, as far as I know, the plan of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. We must realize that our battle is spiritual. It's not blacks against whites or whites against blacks. It's not male against female or females against males. It's good versus evil, right versus wrong. There is a spiritual order to life. Ordained by God a spiritual order and that order is God in Christ Christ in man man over woman woman over children and it's not going to get better until the man return back to God it's not going to get better until black men white men Asian Hispanics and other men turn back to God because within the home Inside the home, within the family, the man represents God. He is not God, but he represents God. And when the wife and the children look at the father, the husband, they should be able to see the light shining through him. They should see a man who is spiritually in order, loves God more than anything else, more than he does himself, his wife, or his children. They should see a man who is dealing with life in the proper way, dealing with his wife, in the proper way. And when the children children can see that, they pattern after their father. They whatever the fathers are, that's what the children become. And so they pattern after their fathers. And if men don't return to that, it just I mean it just, there's no way out. No money, no welfare, no affirmative action, no government or programs would change that. And so black men, white men, and especially black men, because the average black man isn't worth a dime. And he doesn't like to work. He looked to the woman to guide him. He looked to his leaders to guide him. He looked to these false black preachers who were not called by God, but by their mama to guide them. And as long as he's looking to someone else, instead of looking to Christ, he would never get better. I often ask the question, who... Is guiding Jesse Jackson. Who is his leader? Who is the leader of Al Shopton or Louis Farrakhan? Who is the leader of most of these black preachers who, quote unquote, are leading the people? And if they can lead their own life, why can't we all lead our lives? It is not in God's plan. It is abnormal for someone else to be a leader. The Father is the head of the family as Christ is the head of the Father. And when children grow of age, they turn to God to lead them. The the physical father would be there always until he dies or expires. But once you become of age, then God guides you the rest of the way. If you let or look to some physical leader, some person to lead you, they're going to screw you. You know, that person become your God. And you should have no other God but the true God. You should have no other God but the true God. I want to, in a few minutes I have left, I want to talk about the double standard in America today. Al Shopton, uh, I write about him in my new book, Scam. Uh, I call him the Riot King. There's a chapter called The Riot King, Al Shopton. And Al Shopton, uh, I don't know if you remember, the Tijuana Brawler situation, where in New York, a black girl accused some white officers of raping her, beating her up. Uh, She called Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton got involved and started rallies and protests and just all kind of crap. We later found out that the girl lied. She admitted that she lied. And uh, uh, after admitting that she lied, Al Sharpton refused to apologize. He was later sued. And uh, I don't know if he's paid the money out yet, but he was sued for that. But he has not apologized. Al Sharpton called Jews... uh, interloopers and diamond merchants and he has not apologized for that as far as i know the evidence shows that he has not apologized and yet al shopping can run for president or representing the democratic party run for president and no one challenged him on this issue no media none of the other candidates they allow this man to get away even after al shopton challenged howard dean on uh, his uh, race issues uh, citing that Howard Dean had not had any black person in high position when he was governor and so yet yeah, no one challenged Al Sharpton but whenever a white person should say something about a black as we saw with Rush Limbaugh uh, Trent Lott, and others there's an attack on the white man he doesn't have a right to speak the truth about black America but black folks and say whatever they want about white folks. Whether it's true or not, they can say it and get away with it. Double standard in America. I have to tell you, my concern is if we don't stand up, if white Americans don't stand up, we're going to have a race war in this country because you can only push people so far. And white Americans are being pushed in the corner. They're being told this and accused of being racist. And they're going to come out. There's a report out that says, Many whites are starting to join racist white organizations like the uh, skinheads or Aryan nations and I guess the Ku Klux Klan. And they're doing that because they feel a sense of helplessness and hopelessness. Don't wait for that. You know, stand up now before it's too late. God said that we must be born again. And when you are born again, you enter into the kingdom of heaven uh, within. And within the kingdom of heaven, there's a light that shines within. And Your life is guided by that light, by the light of God. Your life is guided by the light of God within. You must overcome your anger. You're not going to have the courage to stand up in the proper way unless you forgive. You must forgive in order to receive your freedom and the power and authority that we all have within us. You must forgive your parents first. You know, we have to love our parents. God says, well, to honor, honor our parents. That doesn't mean we accept the wrong stuff that they have done to us, but we must forgive them for it so that we can go free, and especially your fathers. A lot of people are turned away from their fathers by their mothers because the mother hates the father, and she takes it out on the children. And the worst thing that can happen to a child is to turn them away from their fathers because when you turn children away from their fathers, you turn them away from God. And you will never, ever, ever know God or never, ever, ever believe in God as long as you hate your father. Uh, even if your father is a mean man or has not been a good man, you still must love him because God says, how can you love God whom you've never seen and hate your father who you see or see all the time? You cannot and will not know God or love God when you hate your father because of that spiritual order, uh, the man representing God within the home. So you, you must, whether you're black or white, male or female, drop your anger for your fathers and your mothers. And when you forgive others, God will forgive you. Now, this is how you must do it. When you go to someone to forgive, do not ask them to forgive you. You forgive them. Don't say, well, can you forgive me for hating you? Because when you ask someone to forgive you, you put them in a God-like role. And most people, because of their, their resentment in their heart, they're not going to forgive you. They're going to use that to control you. And so God set it up, whereas if you go to them and say, I resented you because, you know, you were mean or you were, you were not there for me or whatever, I forgive you and I realize now that I, it was wrong for what you've done to me but I'm wrong for resenting you for it and if you mean that truly mean that in your heart in that very instant you can go free you can go free it doesn't take all day for God to for set you free at the blink, blink of an eye God will forgive you and set you free but you must forgive as you forgive he will forgive you and I have to tell you once you forgive Your eyes are open within. You can now see the spiritual battle that you um, are uh, are dealing with. You're no longer controlled by the world. You're in it, but not of it. Uh, God said that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And we do have that power within us, people. But because of your unwillingness to forgive, you will never, ever experience the power. You can go to church. You can read the Bible until the cows come home. You can color your Bible red, blue, and yellow, and and remember all the scriptures. You can hoop and holler and lift up holy hands. You can shout. But unless you forgive, unless you repent, you will never know God. And it has to be in the heart, not just by words. And when you truly repent, you will know it. Your life will change you will know that you've entered into the kingdom of heaven. And you don't have to wait until you get to heaven in order to experience heaven. You can do it right here on earth. I want to say to you in closing that this is the greatest country in the world. I am an American. We all are Americans, and it's time to stand up for that. We need to represent good over evil. Thank you. My name is Jesse Lee Peterson. I'm founder and president of a nonprofit organization, Bond, the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. And our purpose is to rebuild the family by rebuilding the man. You can reach us at 1-800-411-2663, 1-800-411-2663, or at, or at our website, www dot bond B-O-N-D-I-N-F-O dot o-r-g we're 13 years old we're not a uh, governmental organization we're a private non-profit organization and i believe in the perfect order of god in christ christ and man man over woman and woman over children it is a spiritual battle that we're fighting not blacks against whites or whites against blacks but good versus evil right versus wrong I'm committed to rebuilding a family by rebuilding a man. For an audio or video copy of this program, please call or write the address on the screen. Please include the program number when ordering.